the only stores that stayed open were grocery stores. Why, yes, restaurants did stay open for takeout. A lot of people weren't ordering kombucha. And unfortunately, restaurants weren't placing orders because, you know, they had to save their money and spend it wisely as well, too, with the stay-at-home order being in place. So we had to completely change and transition our business model into home delivery. So we now are offering home delivery contact-free, direct to your door, and we doubled our sales in the month of April by doing that. Hey everybody, welcome to the Small Business Storytellers. This podcast is for you if you see business as a tool for making the world a better place. My name is Seth Silvers, I'll be your host, and one of my biggest passions is learning from businesses who are growing without losing their authenticity. On season two, we're learning about how to thrive in times of crisis as we learn from businesses who have been impacted by the coronavirus pandemic. Thank you so much for joining us for another episode. Let's dive in. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of the Small Business Storytellers. I'm excited for this episode because uh, I just recently met Rachel, but by looking even briefly at her company and what they're doing, it's just, it's fun. And so I think I'm excited to hear about the brand and hear about the story behind this company. And so today's guest is Rachel Walker with Life's Abooch. And we're going to learn a lot about the world of kombucha and what's been going on with your business over the last few months. So Rachel, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy and excited to be here. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I might be stealing some advice because I, me and my wife are like very, very novice kombucha makers, but we've, we've told ourselves that we'd like to do it more. And we have one SCOBY that's currently growing us some tea and stuff. So I'm excited to learn more about this. Um, and because people don't often think about the businesses, all that it takes to like sell a bottle of something that we just grab off of a shelf and go. So this is going to be great. But first off, Rachel, give us a little context for just who are you and what is it exactly that you do? Yeah, so my name is Rachel Walker. I am the owner and head brewmaster of, like you just said, we're a Fort Collins-based kombucha company. We've been in business for a little over two and a half years now, which has been awesome. My background is the natural foods industry. I've been in the natural foods industry for over 10 years. I love working with natural food. Sales really is my passion with natural food as well, aside from brewing and bottling kombucha. But, you know, I'm just your regular 29-year-old girl. I started this business when I was 26 years old, and it's really, really cool. I turned uh, my passion into my full-time hustle. So that was really neat. I didn't, definitely did not think I would be at the place we are now, and we have a lot of expansion going on this year, too, which is really, really exciting in the works. But, you know, typical Fort Collins native. I love getting outside, going on my kayak, getting up to horse tubes, taking hikes anywhere and everywhere. And I'm just so happy to be here. So thanks for having me. Yeah, absolutely. I love it. How did this start? Like when, when did you realize, I guess I'm curious to when you discovered kombucha. Um, and then also like, when was the moment that you realized you wanted to turn kombucha into a business? Yeah, so you know, kind of all the idea about the business happened pretty fast. So my background, I have really bad, I used to have really bad digestional issues. And I heard about this magic drink from working at Whole Foods. I was really, really new about four or five years ago. I heard it really helps with digestion issues. So I grabbed a bottle of GT's ginger kombucha off the shelf and I shortly fell in love. I found out it wasn't that hard to obtain a SCOBY 
which is a symbiotic culture of bacteria and yeast. It is the mushroom boogery looking slime that sits on top of the kombucha and helps ferment it and gives it all the good bacteria and yeast that your stomach wants. And I started brewing it in my basement apartment. And before I knew it, I had friends lining up to buy my kombucha from me and quickly thought about having a business one day. I was actually going to call it Bitch and Bucha for the longest time and changed it to Life's a Booch the day I signed my LLC paperwork. A little more family appropriate, but we still have the Bitch and Bucha incorporated in our brand. We are the most Bitch and Bucha in Colorado. But that's a little bit of our background. So I've been brewing for about four or five years now. And it's been, it's been amazing to see our, our flavors uh, grow throughout the years and how far they've come and, and matured. Right. Yeah. So most people that grow kombucha, like, you know, you have a gallon or a two gallon jar, um, and, uh, you know, jar that you're growing it in and stuff. How do you, how do you take that to scale? That seems like a really hard thing that would be, uh, because you need the scobies and different things. How did you actually start scaling that to a larger level? No, that's actually a really good question because it's super inefficient to purchase 70 scobies. Like who, who has the time and money to do that? So I actually, legally you have to have procure a SCOBY from a legit organic certified source. So we had obtained two SCOBYs and quickly grew from two to 60 SCOBYs. And actually we ferment as of right now in two gallon glass jars. So we have about 60 two gallon glass jars where we are filling them up every single week. And we are brewing new batches with that every single week. We will soon be moving into bigger containers. And so we're going to have to really, really scale up. And that's kind of going to be a learning curve for myself and my assistant brewmaster as we're not really sure what that's going to look like, but we have a few game plans set in place. So hopefully that'll be a nice, smooth transition for us. That's awesome. And so you guys are expanding. Tell us like, how has it gone over the last two years since you sold your you know, where'd you sell your first bottle as an official business and where's it grown to now? Yeah. So it is pretty special to me because my first official bottle that I sold was to one of my childhood best friend's mothers. That was really special. And my first store ever was Beaver's Market, which is also super special. Everyone knows and loves Beaver's Market here in Fort Collins. They've been around family owned for over 40 years. So that was pretty special as well. Um, what was, I'm so sorry. What was the first part of the question? <laughs> Just like where, where has it came to? You said you guys are getting ready to expand and stuff. Like what has growth over the last two years yes. looked like for you guys and kind of how has that happened? Yes. I'm so, I was thinking about my friend Lacey and her mom and that, that's a great memory I, I cherish, but we've grown significantly. I mean, so I'm currently in a shared kitchen space. It's called a commissary kitchen. And what that means is I share that space with up to, at any time, 10 other businesses. We outgrew that kitchen space last July. Since last July, we have been playing catch up, trying to make sure we have enough product to keep our shelves full. We are offered in over 30 stores now along the Front Range region. So it's a lot of shelves to keep full for sure. But we actually signed a lease for our brand new, our own production space in February and we're going to be moving in there in the next week, which is amazing because it's been a very long time coming. Took a while to find a kitchen that kind of worked for us. We are 100% building it out. Like it's a completely blank slate right now when we started and it'll be a fully functioning kitchen by the end of next week. So I'm really, really excited and anxious to have that transition 
begin so we can start really expanding the company. That's awesome. That's great. Um, and what is it like, I guess I'm, we haven't had a ton of like, I guess, would you, are you in the like CPG consumer package good? Like, is that kind of the area that you're in a business? Would you be considered that? Kombucha honestly kind of has its own category. It's not, it's such a new okay. product. It's not super regulated. We have to have our pH. Okay. It's a non-acidic food. We have to have our pH below a certain level. But aside from that, we are, we're kind of our own category. Okay, cool. And yeah. then, so everything's growing, everything's going well. Um, and then 2020 hits in the last handful of months with coronavirus and the pandemic and stuff. Talk to me about like, how has this pandemic impacted your business? Yeah, well, when the stay-at-home order first went into place, we lost over 80% of our stores, which means we lost over 80% of our sales. The only stores that stayed open were grocery stores. Why, yes, restaurants did stay open for takeout. A lot of people weren't ordering kombucha. And unfortunately, restaurants weren't placing orders because, you know, they had to save their money and spend it wisely as well, too, with the stay-at-home order being in place. So we had to completely change and transition our business model into home delivery. So we now are offering home delivery contact-free, direct to your door, and we doubled our sales in the month of April by doing that, which is pretty amazing. Hmm. That's awesome. Was it, um, was it a quick decision to like move to that model or was there a little while where you were like, well, shoot, what are we supposed to do now? There was a couple days where, honestly, I wasn't even sure if we would be considered essential. So definitely, just like everyone else, had a couple days of, of uncertainty, very much so. But, you know, I'm a businesswoman and had to put my game face on, and I had to fight for my company. So it was kind of a no-brainer to me that we had to offer home delivery, and we needed to start it as soon as possible. Right. So I set up an online store. I marketed the crap out of the home delivery. And it was super successful. That's awesome. Tell, give us uh, some insight, like for the business owners that are listening, like into just like your mindset and stuff, like into, in, it sounds like probably a couple day or a week or so period where you were like making all of these decisions and, you know, getting this all off the ground and stuff. Um, how did you, from mindset perspective, choose to become more like solution oriented as opposed to just like letting this whole thing stress you out? Well, it definitely did stress me out. I have a few other business owners around town that are my, my confidants that I use to lean to support on. And so we were all kind of there for each other, helping each other out. We're all different businesses, but sort of going through similar problems and needed to, you know, have a similar outcome. So just using and leaning on my friends around town for support, but also I have built this business myself from the ground up. And I put a lot of blood, sweat, and tears into this business. It was kind of, you know, do I throw everything away that I've been working so hard for down the drain? Or do I, do I fight for my business to try to keep it alive? And it was, the answer was just kind of obvious, you know, fight for my business. This is what I'm passionate about. This is what I love. Right. So if you're not going to fight for your business or for yourself, you know, who else is? It's up to you. So it was just kind of a no brainer to me. I had to get my head into gear and, you know, find a solution to the problem. Right. Yeah. I love that. I think that's great. So what have, I'd like to dive into like where you see this growing to. Um, Cause there's a lot of people that have 
you know, they kind of follow this path. And I'm sure, you know, a lot of people like this being in the commissary kitchen world where they become really good at making an item and then friends and family want to buy that item from them. And then they start selling it. And, and the scaling piece of it is the really challenging piece. So like, where do you see this company growing? Like what's the vision for it? The vision is I would love to be nationwide in the next two years. My goal is to be in Whole Foods by the end of this year. So once we get into our new production space, we're going to be getting new bottles, new labels, kind of get. We also, you know, like I mentioned earlier, we are scaling up. We're going from two-gallon glass jars to a 260-gallon barrel, which is huge. So we're going to have to figure out how we're going to scale up. I do have one of my friends is a brewer for a brewery in town, and he's going to be helping us out a lot also to help us learn how to scale up and learn how to use all that fun, fancy new equipment I got. Right. And once we have all of that, new packaging, new bottles, everything, you know, kind of set into place, make sure everything is consistent how we want it. Then we'll look into getting into Whole Foods. It would be my dream to get into every single Whole Foods in the nation and really just start getting into a bigger natural food chains like Lucky's Market and Natural Grocers. Cool. I think that's awesome. And what's like the, I guess, what's the why behind why you're doing all this? Like, why are you trying to build a business? It seems like you're pretty conscious of wanting to put a product out there that is valuable for people and not just trying to make money. So like, what's more of the purpose and the why behind this company and what you're wanting to build? Yes. Okay. Well, when I first started drinking kombucha, like I mentioned before, I had really bad digestion issues. I used to have really bad acid reflux. I was in and out of the doctor's office once a month. It was getting pretty bad. Since I've been consistently drinking kombucha for the last four years, every day, it's almost completely eliminated my acid reflux. So I really just want people to feel the comfort of having a settled stomach and having a healthy digestive tract like I do. And aside from bringing delicious, refreshing, healthy probiotic kombucha to people and helping them feel better, it makes me feel amazing to be able to be connected with my community. I've made so many amazing connections and I'm my own boss and that is so rewarding in itself. Some days are super hard. It's so rewarding and I don't think I would change it for anything. Like I said, some days are terrible, some days, but the highs, the highs are worth the lows because it's, it's such an amazing thing. Like I said, to just be able to connect with your community, like people like you. And I've made so many good connections and friends just through owning yeah. business. That's awesome. That's exciting. So, um, I think this is, this is really great. Uh, and I, I love hearing about this and, um, I think that it's just, it's a neat, unique product to kind of bring to our audience What's, where can people find you? And like, can, if people are outside of Colorado listening, can they like order online or what's the best way for people to get your products? So unfortunately everyone outside of Colorado, I've had so many friends and family ask for me to send it to them. But right now, just because we have been playing catch up with our product and our inventory since last July, we will not be shipping out of state. As soon as we're in our kitchen and get everything dialed in, we will. So if you guys are interested, please go ahead and contact me. We can get you some by the end of the summer. But for people who are living in Colorado, our big stores in Fort Collins are Beaver's Market, Mountain Avenue Market, and Lucky's Market. We're also available at Explorado Market on South College. We're available at a variety of breweries around town, including Funkworks, Intersect, and McClellan's Brewing. 
And then we're available at Lolita's Market in Boulder and Weaver's Locavore in Denver. Awesome. That's awesome. And where can people find you? What's the best way to get in touch and just kind of stay along with your journey? Yeah. So we're on Instagram at lifesabooch.com. Same thing with Facebook, lifesabooch. We're pretty active in our social media. I like to be behind the camera and like to show my customers what we're doing at all times and who's behind the scenes. Yeah, really, really like to be authentic on our social media accounts. We've made so many amazing connections just through social media. So social media definitely is the best way to get a hold of me. Or you can email me at rachel at lifesapooch.com. Awesome. And if you've ever wanted a awesome t-shirt that says bitchin' booch on it, Rachel's your girl who can get you those. Um, but Rachel, this is really fun. It's called a bitchin' boocha. Bitchin' boocha. There you go. Um, yeah, I think it's hilarious. And I love the brand that you've built. And it seems like people like are excited about your product and what it's doing and excited to talk about it, which is, which I mean, is such an important factor of growing a business that people are excited about the brand and the product. So I think what you've built is something that's really, really awesome. It's going to be fun to see it grow. Thank you so much. I, that really means a lot to me. It's It's been a journey and we still have so far to go on this journey. So I'm happy that you're a part of it and can't wait to see what we do in the future. Absolutely. Thanks so much, Rachel. I really appreciate it. Do you want to grow an online brand that is profitable and authentic? Do you know that you have a ton of great ideas for content that you want to create but you need accountability and strategy. Do you want to grow online, but online marketing just seems overwhelming? If your answer is yes to any of these questions, then I want to personally invite you to join our private marketing community, successwithstories.com. Success with Stories is the premier community for purpose-driven businesses committed to growing online by marketing with stories. Inside of successwithstories.com, you will learn how to create online content that converts, how to build a connection with your audience that outlasts any crisis. And most importantly, you're going to learn how to grow your business in a way that feels authentic to you. Honestly, right now in 2020, things are a bit crazy and unpredictable for all businesses. And so we think it's really important to show you how you can build a crisis-proof online brand. Head to www.successwithstories.com to join Success With Stories. Don't wait another day. We'll see you inside of Success with Stories.